Good morning, children. Old tired Cappy. I may go back to bed after this. This is going to be a very under-energized, if that's a word, uh, podcast. Because Cappy's just dead tired. Long day yesterday. And not even not even because of physical taxation. Just, just uh, not having anywhere to be. An existential, like the, there was, you ever have those instances where you have no purpose and meaning and then maybe the girlfriend's working from home and you can't do anything. You're like, get the fuck out of here. And then you're like, well, I got, I guess I'll, I'll wander the desert. That's what you're doing. A lot of guys are doing that. They're wandering the desert. <clears throat> and as your brain processes at lightning speed, like, why am I existing? Why am I here? Should I go to this place and sit and drink my Diet Coke? Should I go to this place and sit and drink my Diet Coke? Should I go to this place and have my cigar? Should I go to this place and have my cigar? And I found, I'll tell you, I'll tell you some good stories. I'll tell you a good, a good thing. Uh, since we're all about the positive. I found a speakeasy. I'm not going to say anything. Uh, if anybody's tuning in, like, oh my God, he's going to, I'm not going to give anything away. I'm not going to give it. I found a place where a bunch of guys gathered together. <laughs> they just. It was like a therapy group, man. All the guys were like, fuck, I have nothing to do. I'm laid off. But one guy had his military pension, and he, he's fine. Everybody's fine. It's just the existential crisis. It's the, what's the point of my Women are perfectly fine. Oh, my God. I get to watch TV all the time and learn about Daphne and Amy and Madison and Tanisha and all the old fight over one. Oh, my God. Goodness, it's a drink of true nipples. Guys may be a little bit more serious, a little bit more philosophical. And these guys are like, yeah, man, it, holy shit. And I thought I was crazy. I thought I was crazy because I said, well, they said, what do you do? And I said, dude, I uh, I uh, go and drive my truck around and, the, and I explain cigars to them. I said, normally I go to this cigar lounge and the cigar was merely a prop. Truthfully, it was a formality. It was just the excuse you, 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 that's the cover charge you paid to go to the cigar lounge to rip apart the other dudes. That was all you, you really, where are you going? I'm going to the ripping apart. I'm going to the ball busting store. That's why, that's what you really, if you were to be literal with the people you're telling, say, uh, where are you going? I'm going to bust guys balls and in return, have my balls busted. And then we all hide it behind this facade of a cigar, although the cigars do make it quite enjoyable. Cigars are good. And uh, I was for the first week, I wasn't smoking no cigars because I'm like, there's no balls to bust. I just smoke my cigar by myself. But then I realized cigar smoking is nice. And you need to get the fuck away from the woman. I got the perfect line. Whatever is now going to fall under illegality. Let's say you're you're sitting in a park smoking a cigar. You're you're walking a park you're not supposed to be. You're just driving around a neighborhood. Cop pulls you out. What are you doing here? I'm like, not murdering my girlfriend. That's what I'm doing. Uh, do you want how much paperwork do you want? Do you want to give me a pay, do you want to give me a ticket now because I'm loitering? Uh, because I got news for you there, uh, Officer Jones. If I go back home right now, you're going to be taking a lot more paperwork and looking over a corpse. <clears throat> and so I found it somewhat meditative and enjoyable to uh, you know, just take a cigar, drive around the truck, window cracked. Although the truck is starting to stink. Oh, I got I to gotta clean up that truck. 
because I'll eat food in the truck and like a piece of food, whatever, a little crumb will fall down. And it starts to stink up. It's very bad. So I'll have to clean up. But it's 22 fucking degrees outside. So I can't clean it now. But uh, I thought I was kind of rare. And the other guy's like, dude, I totally do the same thing. I'm like, what? Yeah, I go smoke my cigarette. I just drive around my truck. Just get around. I'm like, okay, I'm not insane. <clears throat> I'm not losing it. Uh, anyway, so welcome to the great and merciful Corona Chan. The great and merciful Corona Chan welcomes you. Uh, where is it? It's not here. There was an article. <clears throat> All right, here we go. As you know, I am a whore. And uh, I do like to make me my monies. So I never, ever, ever have to work in banking again. I'd never go back to banking. I- I'll go on welfare. I truthfully will. I'll just collect government checks. And uh, But this is this is somewhat germane because this is what's happening. YouTube demonetized everything. They say, oh, your video doesn't fit the community standards. It doesn't? Then why are there fucking ads still running on it? Oh, because you're lying sacks of shit and you just don't want to pay the commission on that anymore. I see. It's perfectly advertisable. It's perfectly advertiser friendly. You just don't want to pay me my money. I get it, which is why I don't rely on YouTube. Uh, but the day is coming where all these large tech companies were like, hey, we do good. We're the new modern Gen X led companies that are eco-friendly we're here for the people yeah except now they're turning into the exact same greedy fucks as they always were as amazon slashes commission rates for program that gives publishers a cut of the sales and um all the mommy bloggers hey guys i have supple tits and my childhood never makes it here because it's all about me oh my goodness it's a crisis when I had a girlfriend. All right, so those gals are all going away. <laughs> uh, this is the uh, whoever it was. Was it Dark Side Phil? That's not to accuse Dark Side Phil of this. I'm just I'm guessing right now. Or was it who was the balded? Not balded. The the seven foot. He's like a monster. He's a big giant, and he's got blonde hair and a beard. And he hates my guts. Like he went away. Uh, it was like the adpocalypse where some kid bought three houses and a sports car. I think it would last forever. And then the adpocalypse came and he was demonetized. And he didn't make no money. Forget who that was. Well, anyway, that's the situation of a lot of money bloggers right now because they rely on Amazon affiliate. <clears throat> and, uh, that's going away. And just like YouTube, like, Oh, that's not monetizable. Oh, but we're still going to monetize it. I, I get it. I get it. You're going to screw people over. Hang on. I'm going to redo something here. Give me a second. This is driving the fuck. How did he get so curled up? All right. There we go. <clears throat> so it, it directly affects Cappy, but not in a great, grandiose way. Amazon sh- uh, slashes commission rates for program that gives publishers a share of the sales. Amazon on Tuesday told members of its affiliate program that it will cut commission rates beginning April 22nd. Rates are being cut for a number of affiliate product categories. For example, the affiliate cut from purchase of the furniture and home proof has fallen from 8 to 3%. Amazon is cutting commission rates for its members of its affiliate program. The program notified members of the program known as Amazon Associates that it will slash rates uh, beginning April 21st, according to an email obtained by CNBC. 
Amazon has for years operated the affiliate program, which allows members to advertise and link to Amazon products in exchange for a percentage of the sales. The program drives significant revenue for online sites who link out to Amazon products in their content. It's especially important. This I did not know. <clears throat> it's especially important for online publishers like BuzzFeed, the New York Times, and Vox Media that publish buying guides that drive readers to buy products for Amazon for a cut of the sale. These parasitic, no-good, worthless, lazy fucks. They were just brokers. They weren't intelligent journalists. They weren't insightful editorialists. They were just hawking stuff. But at least, hey, Cappy admits, hey, buy my shit. What did I, have I ever said anything more than that? And it's nice to know that you see the New York Times. Oh, New York Times, because you still remember it from like the 70s or 80s when it had a reputation. BuzzFeed, oh my God, Vox Media. And now you're realizing just what fragile thin sheets of ice fucks that they are and that their entire business model goes away. <clears throat> and keep in mind, they don't even pay their journalists. They don't even pay their writers. It's, oh my God, you get to write for BuzzFeed. I don't know why you'd want to write for BuzzFeed or the New York Times or Vox Media. But that's how fragile, like how worthless is their product? How worthless is their quote journalism? Here's my thoughts and opinions worth nothing. They're worth nothing. Maybe they generate a little bit of gravitational pull that we could like sell some, uh, you know, uh, some uh, affiliate uh, sales through Amazon. That's about it. But no one's going to pay you directly for your shit. Oh, wow. I just did a video on this guy called Nick French who wrote an article about how coronavirus. And no, I'm sorry, not coronavirus. Capitalism is going to kill millions of people because of coronavirus. It's like, yeah, you're you're a worthless, talentless fuck. You offer nothing. Okay, you're going to complain and whine on the internet. <laughs> and who knew complaining and whining on the internet doesn't generate income? There's a value unto it unto itself. Maybe if very few people did, but oh my gosh, is there a lack of millennial douchebags that are complaining and whining about how unfair things are and they are entitled to other people's money? I, oh, what a novel thought. That's so rare. That's so uncommon. Let's pay that. Oh, wait. There's a billion more of you motherfuckers, probably quite literally a billion more of you motherfuckers out there complaining for other people's money. And so uh, I had no idea that these fucking parasitic entities, and that's what they are, they're parasitic entities, uh, relied on, on capitalism. They relied on Amazon sales to advocate their socialism. Oh my goodness. It's almost as if capitalism is this innate human nature thing that you can't get rid of. Like everybody needs to breathe oxygen. Everyone needs a profit. I'm for socialism, but I need to live off the capitalist system. Rates are being cut for a number of affiliate product categories. For example, the affiliate cut from the purchases of furniture and home improvement products has fallen from 8 to 5% while commissions rates on grocery products has slid from 5 to 1. <clears throat> An Amazon spokesman an Amazon spokesman. I'm going to say it. it says spokesperson. I'm not. Do, I'm not doing that. My life is too precious and valuable to add the extra syllable. It's a spokesman, and we're going to assume both male or female. Confirmed to CNBC that the company notified U.S. Associates Tuesday of the fee change. The spokesman decided to comment or declined to comment on whether the decision was a result of the coronavirus pandemic. The spokesman said Amazon regularly evaluates its programs, offers, and ensures broader industry such rates. Industry practice here are the rates for the before and after came. All right, luxury beauty and Amazon coins 10%. 
Man, I got to start pimping you girls the luxury beauty products. What's an Amazon coin? Standard product categories. Oh, here's what it is after. So it's gone from 10865544. Okay, now it's 3331. Groceries is one. Three, three, three. I guess everything's three now. Here's what Amazon is telling members of its affiliate program. Hello, associate. Hello. We hope you're staying well during this time. During these difficult times. During these challenging times. <laughs> we here at Amazon CSR Dick Sucking Department care. Uh, we are ready to inform you of upcoming changes to the Amazon Associates Program Operating Agreement, which governs your participation. And you have a bada bada boo. Beedy, 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 bee. Visit the site. Amazon has been impacted on a number of fronts as a result of the coronavirus outbreak. With a hit of a surge of online orders, the company moved to prioritize shipments of essential items in its warehouses. I wonder how Amazon determines what's essential versus what the government does. No big socialist. You guys have no big socialist. But the uh, insulin thing, that kind of pissed me off. Like, we got to, we got to, we don't have moral people at the end. I understand capitalism and profit. But the insulin producers, really? You're going to hold off? You, you're going to make this? You Really? There's a reason I hate corporate America just as much as I hate government and socialist America. You're all scumbags. All people. It's not like the, like the government says, oh, we're going to choose douchebags. And that's why everyone hates government workers. And then corporate America says, we're going to choose regular red-blooded American males, and they're all going to be like John Wayne. No, the entire pool is 90% douchebag inferior fucks who want to live off of other people. That's it. Maybe the government hires more uh, minorities and women because of affirmative action and quotas. But everybody's a douchebag. Everybody's a scumbag. Corporations are evil. So fuck you all. But my God, even I'd be like, Start producing insulin if you'd like to see your fucking shareholder value. I mean, really, if I was president, we're holding back on insulin production. Oh, are you really now? Really? Because I got a guy named Steve, and Steve's really good with a Baird 50 caliber uh, sniper rifle. I, I, I have this file here on you that says you have children and a wife. Steve would like to reach out and touch them. How about you sell us the fucking insulin for at cost, huh? I know you got to pay your expenses. Let's throw a little bit in there. How about you sell it at cost? I knew you would, you little corporate fuck. Prior to Tuesday's announcements, announcement, Amazon had already made some cuts to its commercial commerce market deals last month. Okay, they're just, they're just lowering it because they can. Just like YouTube says, that's demonetized. Uh, you said the N-word. What, bleeper? No, never. Never's a very, very bad word. Completely demonetized. Oh, my God, it has advertisements on it. Uh, so we have that there. Do I have to stay on top of the Super Chats? No, good. We only got one. Okay, cool. Uh, Australian Rainmaker for five Australian dollars. Government stops the economy, makes it illegal to do business. Business collapse. See, this is why we should have more government. <laughs> Checkmate, Bernie. <laughs> oh, 
A lot of this, I'm going to tell you what a lot of this is. This is a lot of public health administration, doctorates and master's degree people. There's a lot of emergency management doctor, people who went to school for emergency management and public health administration. This is these worthless, no good fucks holding the rest of the country hostage as they like, oh my God, we have to have a policy, policy, meetings, committee, meetings. Oh my God. Okay. I have value now. I did not piss away my six years getting my master's degree in public health administration. I have value now. I'm going to tell the whole world. My name is Karen, by the way. I'm going to tell the whole world what to do because I have studied this from academics who's never actually had any real life experience in this before. I think I studied a little bit of a FEMA thing that happened Katrina, but I know what to do. Now, everybody listen to me because my name is Karen and I have a master's degree in public health administration. That is totally what it is. it's a legit. I'll be honest, it's a legit pandemic. It's not not the bubonic plague. A third of the people aren't going to die. Old people are going to die. We should be concerned about it. We should be worried about flooding the medical system. I understand that, uh, but I don't need some middle aged Gen X bitch who's never worked a day in her life, be it a governor or a politician or Karen, the public health administration with her master's degree, telling me what the fuck to do. Of which I've been ignoring completely. Like, oh, that's nice. You have your masks on people. I walk in grocery store. Hey, look, look at all the people that have the mask on. Fuck you. Don't care. Willing to roll the dice. I'm willing to roll the dice because I'm not going to roll over on my fucking back like a fucking puppy dog. Eh, Don't kill me. No, fuck you. Aaron, you could be spreading it to other people. Well, then maybe other people should have helped me when I was younger, huh? You have to make a commute. We, I love how we are in this together. No, we ain't, motherfuckers. Minnesota is the biggest group of fucking anti-productive, hardworking people there ever was. Minnesota is the most elitist, racist, sexist group of people there ever was. And you can all fuck off and die. Could all fuck off and die. There's no we here. This is this is a state that unfortunately I planted roots in long ago. I'm trying to extract myself out of it. And you guys are just a bunch of socialist, self-hating, self-loathing fucks. And you'll do anything to help out communists, foreigners, immigrants, legal or not, but you will do nothing to help out your own people. Oh my God, we might be racist. Look how understanding we are. We're so Minnesota nice. You are backstabbing, bipolar state of 9 million fucks. And if I'm spreading the disease, eh, good. Because there's a good chance I don't like you. There's a good, but think of the community when just once it would have been nice to have someone says, hey, I look like you're, you're really skinny and malnourished. Would you like a meal? You'll offer all the welfare and help to everybody else, except your own born, except your own people. Fuck you. Going to walk around without my masks. I don't think I have the corona. I thought I was sick like uh, a couple days ago, and I wasn't apparently. I think I just didn't get enough sleep. Oh, there we go. Kevin McComer for two bucks. Thoughts on health savings accounts. I... They're fine. I, I, I like them. Uh, it, it, I'll, I'll be honest with you, Kevin. It's one of these things where I think it's way overcomplicating things. We're going to pay you or give you a tax deduction if you have a health savings account. And then it rolls over. It's like, dude, what if like 
you just pay your insurance. What if you just have a savings account anyway? Like, why don't you have a rainy day fund? Does the government need to like bribe you and incentivize you to save money into a health savings account? Do we got to bribe you to save for uh, retirement? I mean, I'm fine with them. Yeah, I mean, it saves the individual money. It's less government. It's less money for the government. I, I, I like them on that principle, but on a different philosophical principle, why, why do we have to have health savings accounts? Should you, of all things, shouldn't your health? The government has to bribe you essentially to take care of your own damn health. Just me, just me. <clears throat> From MinPost, which is uh, a Marxist leftist website. Um, it's been set up by, I remember this is almost a decade ago, it was set up by a bunch of Marxist leftist journalists from the Pioneer Press and Star Tribune, some academics. And it says nonprofit, nonpartisan journal. It's, it's bullshit. No, they're, they're biased to the left. This is not journalism. This is a, but every once in a while, they do tell you what's going on. Local officials call for canceling rent payments in Minnesota. <laughs> Majorities of the Minneapolis-St. Paul Richfield City Councils have signed a letter to government t- Governor Tim Waltz calling for an executive order suspending rent payments and mortgage payments for the duration of the economic crisis caused by COVID-19. Led by locally by Minneapolis City Council member Jeremiah Ellison, who is a black man who looks like a douchebag. And you could just look at him. He looks like a NPC robot who never worked in his life. I do not have to look. I, he is not an engineer. He is not an accountant. He is not a surgeon. He has probably been a no good, lazy fuck activist his entire life. And that's all you know. And yes, Jeremiah, you probably come from North Minneapolis. And you are a product of the Minneapolis public school system because all you've known is the sick on your mother's tits. I mean, the government's tits. But your mother was probably paid welfare so you could suck on her tits. So I guess it is sucking on the taxpayer's tits. Regardless, as part of a national effort by city council members from larger cities across the United States, the rent cancellation would follow the current moratorium on evictions that Walt signed on March 23rd. That I agree with Governor Waltz. Yeah, you, look, this is a genuine crisis. But now, I mean, Jeremiah Ellison is like the constant tit sucker. He he has never supported himself. He always needs, and the people that vote for him always need government to bail them out because they're too lazy and too stupid to save money for an emergency. This isn't even his district. This is everybody, by the way. Let's, let's not pick on North Minneapolis. Let's pick on especially the suburbs where wifey poo and hubby poo got to make it look like they're keeping up with the Joneses the entire time. This is a great time for the American people to suffer and learn from their mistakes. Like, oh, shit, seven. Do I have, look, not a Christian, but the Bible and a lot of religious texts have some important lessons. Seven years feast, seven years famine. Save your fucking money. Have a rainy day fund. Uh, We're too busy drinking microbrews in northeast Minneapolis, which is right across the river from north Minneapolis. Look it up at them. Uh, but we, we, oh my God. And I got to go to like my meetups and I got to like go to the pedal pub and I got to like go to danger petties and I got to, I got to drink and like go hang out at the Henning motel or Hewing motel. Oh my God. I got no money. It's like the Republicans fault and the people in the side fucking people, in the suburbs were doing the same damn thing. Shit. How am I supposed to keep the SUV payment up and the lease on the mortgage of the lease of the mortgage on the debt of the loan of the lease of the mortgage for my SUV? How are the girls at the nail salon supposed to know I am queen bee of Edina? 
They have to know. Now I have to take care of my children. My God, what the fuck am I supposed to do? All of you should go down the fucking drain. And then when you go down the drain, like, holy shit, bad things happen. Who knew? We better have like some kind of insurance. And I'm not talking buying insurance, but like you have savings. That's fine. That's fine. I'm going to pick up some really nice items, be it property or stocks or a classic car, because everybody lives paycheck to paycheck and nobody saves their fucking money. I was talking to my stepdad about this. And he's like, oh, yeah, we had a polio crisis and everyone had to stay home. You know what they had? And I think it was 1952. You know what they had in 1952? Fucking savings. Those evil 50s where people spent less than they made. It wasn't a fucking crisis. And polio, by the way, if you're wondering about the effects, is a little bit worse than the uh, coronavirus. That executive order runs for the duration of the peacetime emergency, which Wall says now extended until May 15th. The order also requests but does not order banks and other more. I, I think he also requests. I think this is perfectly fair of uh, Governor Wall's request, but does not order banks and other mortgage holders to suspend foreclosures and late payment penalties. I'm, I'm for that. I'm for that. The Walt's administration has been warning tense. However, that rent will not be forgiven, will need to be repaid. Yes. To head off a wave of evictions after the order ends, Waltz is supporting the move in the legislature for a state to fund to cover rent and mortgage payments for low-income Minnesotans. Oh, you mean the lazy, no-good fucks who didn't save any money? Just like the rich, no-good fucks. I got it. Who aren't rich, by the way, if they're living paycheck to paycheck. I love how we're always bailing out the losers. I just love it in this state. It's just always the losers. <clears throat> and the losers always, they, and, and the state and the university system and the public school always give the losers an excuse to, oh, you are this color. Oh, you are the womans. Oh, you have the hood to hood. Oh, you have a disability. Oh, you have the bipolars. Oh, oh. And, and if, if, if you don't have a trait that you can glom onto and hide behind, it's, oh, it's the evil rich people. The proposal supported by the local government does not seek government money to pay rents. Instead, it asks that rents not be paid and that the landlords and mortgage holders cover the lost payments. So you mean old Tilly Magoo who relies on her pension and the pension uh, company holds the mortgage on the rental property or the rental or the real estate investment trust? See, socialists and Democrats are only willing to go so far, like they're willing to go one level up. Uh, and then And then the rich landlords own it and they have to deal with it. I'm going to say it again in case any of you young people out there are thinking about moving to Minnesota. You do, if, if you come to Minnesota, it is like San Francisco. You are here to rape the company of as much money as you possibly can to go and buy property somewhere else. You don't invest here. You, you maybe live here, but you only come here to work. You don't buy property. You don't own your property in at least the Twin Cities. You rent it from the city. You really do. I think my old house now is up to $600 a month on property taxes. All right. I paid $300 a month, uh, the apartment I was living in before, before I bought that property. All right. You are buying liabilities. You don't own the property in the Twin Cities. You are merely buying into an incredibly expensive HOA. 
known as the city of Minneapolis and St. Paul. And all the HOA members who don't own property, by the way, will vote to give you give them free rent at your expense. You don't own your property. Private property does not exist in the Twin Cities. The global pandemic. Oh, now, now Ellison, the man who's never worked a job in his life, he's going to lay down some serious stuff. This global pandemic has put a strain on every aspect of life in the U.S. and around the world. And I believe it's only a matter of time before it deeply strains our ability to keep people housed. Ellison wrote, "I no, that is the people's responsibility." Ellison, I know you've never been responsible for anything in your life. That's why you're a politician. <clears throat> has it dawned on you that the number one person to be in charge of an individual's life is the individual, him or herself? Like, I always made sure I had some money in case there was a crisis. I always made sure I could afford rent. And what, are, what exactly are your people doing there, Ellison? What are, your, what are your constituents and the people that support you? What do they do? Are they doing anything important? Do you have important? Is, is the master's degree, are the Nick French's with their master's degree working at the local coffee shop? Are they doing something really vitally important? Are they essential? I, I urge you to support the suspension of rent and mortgage payments as well as an act of memoratorium on commercial evictions. Commercial evictions are commercial. The, 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 the businesses are closed. I, it's now giving me a little bit of like respect where Cheesecake Factory, which they shouldn't have done this. This is wrong. Cheesecake Factory should have had some money. So they said, we're not paying you your fucking rent. Go fuck yourself. Everybody's a fucking parasite. Marxist leftist communist pieces of shit like Jeremiah Jones here, whatever his fucking last name is. And then and then big old corporate America, oh, we're not paying the rent. Well, where the fuck was your cash? Where's your emergency reserve? I mean, is that what it is? Like, seriously, if this if we're just then bail out everybody. Why pay rent? <clears throat> Elsa said the eviction moratorium and expanded unemployment benefits are helpful, but won't be long enough to keep many residents from losing their homes. We know that without family housing, families will be fundamentally destabilized, directly affecting their health and safety, producing an even greater need for assistance and creating a recipe that will amplify crimes of necessity. The later He's right about that. I'll grant him that. I'll grant him that. Therefore, it's crucial that we continue to be proactive, supporting the uh, attorney general, Attorney General Keith Ellison, City Council Member Ellison's father. Oh, oh, he's he's Keith's son. Oh my God, you're sucking on Daddy's dick. You're a nepotist on top of it. <laughs> what a fuck. What a worthless fuck. Hey, ask uh, Mark Dayton how to suck his daddy's dick. Okay, uh, Jeremiah Ellison, uh, how do, how do you do that? Like, does the do you jerk off your dad and the money spouts out with the connections in it? Oh, my fucking God. I should have put it together, Ellison. Why didn't I put it together? It's like Jesse Jackson and his son. Was it Jeremiah Jackson? And he also became a... Yeah, this guy's young. Yeah, he's younger than me. Uh, DFL... State Rep. Mike Howard, he looks like a putz. Who's this guy? Minnesota Multi-Housing Association, Class B property. Class C, market rental rates will come from amendment. As of our survey, we estimate that an additional three five million average noticeable. Who's Mike Howard? Oh. This is going to be over in a month. It's going to be over in a month, guys. 
That's just my prediction. You're all going to look like a bunch of dumbasses. And I would, not again, no communists, no socialists. Should mortgage companies that can afford it say, hey, we, you know, fine, don't pay rent, but you, you're going to, we'll postpone it, all right? We understand. <clears throat> Maybe we just forgive you this month's rent. Yes. That I, Very few times will I say we should come together as a community. Very few times. But to have the government mandate it, fuck off. <clears throat> Rob Figolsky, 1099. 10.99 here. Of oh, the superior race, the 10.99 superior race. Always wondered if people look at me as with as much disgust not wearing a mask as I do when with them wearing one pumpkin swatter equals is greater than BuzzFeed journalist. Anything's better than a BuzzFeed journalist. Yeah. Pumpkin swaddler. Yes. <laughs> Dude. Pedophiles better than a BuzzFeed journalist. Honest to God. Well, well, no. Okay. I have to think that they're, they're on par with one another. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't care. I, I really don't care about the, uh, I just don't care about community. You, here's the sad thing. When you villainize, you have this color skin and you have that type of plumbing. We hate you and you owe the world everything. Meanwhile, you're like this starving security guard just trying to get by. I'll never forget that. Minnesota, it's just like, no, fuck you. There's no community here. You're hostile. You're a hostile environment. Um, and I have, I have no desire and it's even it has nothing to do with politics even it's just like minnesotans fucking suck the conservative republican types out in this in the suburbs oh they'll never give you a fucking job oh you want to work at cargill you must suck the cargill penis hopefully your last name is cargill too uh the gals you had to try and date oh fuck this shit no there is no community i hope you all burn I hope you all get the Corona Chan. I hope the great and merciful Corona Chan visits you all and you die. I I, I just, I think it's great. I Everybody's already suffering enough because like the soccer moms are going crazy and there's no jobs and we're finding out teachers are completely worthless and, and no one can make the rent. And that includes the ghetto of North Minneapolis. That includes the suburbs of the Edina trying to make it look like it's just wonderful to see it all happen. But no, I am I'm doing the minimum amount possible to adhere to the law so I don't get the cops throwing me in jail. Otherwise, I am perfectly fine if I happen to sneeze and I, maybe I'm a carrier. I, I don't think I am, but like, I'm one of the asymptomatic carriers. <clears throat> I'm going out. I want to go. Uh, yeah, I don't know what, what. Really, just go to the grocery store. There's nowhere to go, but I go to the grocery store and I cough. Oh my god! Someone gets the coronavirus, they die. I'm like, hey, you probably fucking deserved it. Don't really care. Did you vote for all? Here's a perfect example. Even in the Republican of Republicanist uh, conservative suburbs, the wifey poo is nothing is too damn good for their children. They will always vote in the levies. Doc sent me something about Nina, Wisconsin. They voted in this time of crisis. They voted to tax themselves more because nothing's too good for I little ch- Fuck you. Hope you get it in choke. Hope you get it in choke. I'm sorry. Did you help me out? Or did you tell me I was a bad man because of race and gender? 
Did you help me out? Or do you say I had prestige and privilege as I was living in a fucking basement making like 27,000 a year? Are you going to help me out? Or did you stand me up, lead me on, lie to me? When the community treats the individuals like shit, don't be surprised when the individuals treat community like shit. Uh, real Denny Bell for 10 bucks. Thanks, Denny. Uh, that's a nice uh, donation. Thanks for life advice on career, dating, cigars, and reconnaissance. My life is better because of you. Thank you. Thank you. Some good fucking news. Thank God. Thank you, Denny. That really, I really appreciate that. Hope you have a profitable operation, evil in full swing as we enter this depression. I had to divert. I'm making more money on this Corona champ bullshit. Um, but yeah, it means a lot. At least somebody's listening. Somebody pays attention. Dr. Oatmeal for five bucks. Hello, Cappy. Greens from Mass, Massachusetts. By the way, the homeless lady talking on her iPhone under the bridge near my place says hello too. Yeah, she got it. She has an iPhone and she has a subscription. <laughs> Reminds me of the gal they wrote an article in the Star Tribune about this uh, single mom of two that had to move out of the homeless shelter and go to a tent campment. Excuse me. Aren't children a little bit more of a wee bit of a luxury purchase there? Australian Rainmaker for two bucks. Cappy, your house will cost half to build by November 20th. I, dude, yes and no. I'm sure I could get a little bit of a cut on the uh, labor. I just want a fucking house. I want a place to fucking move to. I bet, although you are right, Australian Rainmaker, they may get a little more desperate. Now that all of a sudden projects are drying up, they're like, oh, hey, maybe we should get back to people before a month rolls by. I'll never, I'll never understand it. I'll never understand it. Do you want money? Yes. Be the fuck on time. Well, I don't know. I'd have to like show up on time and get back to you and keep you updated. Adriano Ramos, two Australian drivers. Why so many conspiracy theories on the Corona Champ? Because people are low IQ fucking morons. That's I'll explain. Let me explain something. People who believe in conspiracy theories are not really that smart. <clears throat> they're, but they're smarter than average. And so their brain needs some kind of sexy stimulation. It's porn for a low a low-level intellectual, if I, if that makes any sense. And the real world is just kind of boring. There's not a lot of conspiracy. Oh, the Democrats, X, Y, Z. No, they're a bunch of parasitic lazy fucks. Their constituents are a bunch of lazy parasitic fucks, and they just want your money. There's not this 4D level, ch- oh, Trump's doing X, Y, and Z. <clears throat> and so when you when you get to conspiracy theories, be it aliens or uh, black uh, aliens created the pyramids and their spaceships... <laughs> It takes a little bit more than the average IQ to come up with that shit, but uh, you got you to gotta not be that bright to actually start believing. And you know what? No one believes in it. No one really believes in it. It's masturbation. It's intellectual masturbation is to feel good. Like, what if it was aliens? Look, I know your life sucks. I know you got to listen to QAnon. I had somebody get infected with QAnon. I immediately disinfected that person. I say, you will be out of my life if you believe in this bullshit. Grow the fuck up. Uh, They're just people without lives. The 
people who fucking hunt down Bigfoot. Okay, wow, you guys, I mean, really, go look at them. They got hot wives that keep them at home and keep them happy. They have children, they have ages, they got, no, they're a bunch of dudes who want to go drink beer in the woods. But maybe, uh, look, this this uh, excrement, this feces looks, that's not a bear. Maybe the bear just ate some bad berries. So with Corona Chan, it's, yeah, there's an outside chance that the chi- it came from a Chinese weapons lab. It could be that somebody ate a bat that they shouldn't have. I don't care. But like when the, the contextual, you know, people, oh, it's, it's this massive, the Chinese are trying to take over the world. By what? Destroying their export base? I mean, you just got to ask. It's a, it's a similar to like, uh, you know, the, the wage gap. Women make 33% less than men. Well, let's apply logic from a different angle, then why would any man be employed by corporate America? If corporate, dude, Amazon just cut it from eight to 3%. That's 5%. If they could save a third on their labor, they had to be nothing but women employed. And you kind of look at it as like, oh yeah, so this, this has to by logic and by reality be bullshit. Dare I say that the labor market's very representative and indicative of value. You know, like this car is worth $30,000. This McDonald's burger is worth $4. And woman's labor is only worth about 82 cents on the dollar of a man. And that's not any individual one that's taken all women and you're all majoring in stupid bullshit that no one wants. You're comparing them to doctors and surgeons and engineers, of which there's some women there too. But just pointing out in general, yes, women really only produce 82% what men do. How can you say it's not me saying it's the labor market? Shut the you got you got something better than the labor market again. Corporations because seventy seven was the old wage gap. Now I think it's eighty two. It's in the eighties. You're telling me corporations wouldn't immediately fire all their men and hire women at eighty two percent the cost, and their margins go up. Well, it wouldn't go up twenty percent because there's other operating expenses, but you'd add ten percent to your bottom line. They'd be doing that tomorrow. So it's the same thing with Corona Chan. Like, you know, just look at it logically. China was going to destroy its export pace to get at the United States. Kevin McComer for $1.99. Minnesota, at least California is warm. He is 100% right. And California has mountains. He is 100% right. The Australian Rainmaker for five Australian dollars. Cappy, my dad plus uncle think their grandmother was Aboriginal. Should I claim that I'm Aboriginal for college graduate jobs? I feel guilt. No, absolutely. Absolutely apply for it. Absolutely. Can you prove it? I would absolutely. But don't, do you look at though? If you're only two generations removed, you must have like a slightly darker complexion. But you absolutely take advantage of that bullshit. I'm sorry, uh, Australian rain, rainmaker. Do your womans vote for socialism? Do they vote for those rules? Do you take advantage of those motherfucking rules? You absolutely. They get my. St- I'm not going to get a stimulus check. I don't think. I, I didn't bother looking at it. And then uh, Chad and I were talking about whether I should apply for was it PPP or something like that. And he was like, "You should." Have, and I looked at the application, but I'm like, "No, it's not worth it. It's not worth it." But if it was, I totally would. You should have no guilt. You did not create the rules to this game. Other people did. Other people voted in you know, life on easy mode. So you take the advantage. There's no reason not to take the money. Seriously, uh, with the Amazon, Amazon uh, <clears throat> cutting their affiliate 
percentage is, is only a, a minor thing in the grand scheme of Cappy's environment. But of my multiple income streams, if they all go away, I'm no, I'm not. I'm not rebuilding. Fuck America. I'm taking the fucking money. I might just develop a case of the ahudahudahuds. Holy shit. I need me some SSI. Oh my God. I got the bipolars. I came down with a case of the bipolars. Oh my goodness. Fainting couch. I need me some government money. What's what's a Mary Lou? There's a southern debutante. Oh my goodness, Mary Lou Claire, are you all right? No, I have a case of the vapors. Give me some tax money. I'm not fucking working anymore. Fuck that bullshit. I mean, I boredom and curiosity. Maybe I go the programming route. I guess I'd go into IT or computers. Maybe study engineering. Be an old as fuck engineer. But the fuck if I'm going to do this, like go to school full time and pay for my rent and pay for my food without taking all the fucking government cheese I have. I'm going to be fucking Ilian Omar. I'm going to be a fucking parasite. I, I am. I am do that way more than her parasitic ass. And you should be, too. These motherfuckers want to make it where they, you're paid to be. You take that fucking money. You absolutely do. Ice snows free Nelson Mandela. Well, they did. And now he's dead. And look at what a great country South America has turned into. Uh, Robert Fugolsky. Uh, oh, I, this is the one I, I scrolled down way too far. <clears throat> we catching up? Oh, McCoyan's in the house. Jesse Carrillo. Who, let, who keeps letting the Latinos in? Next thing you know, there's going to be women in here. Fernando, ah, oh, jeez, another Latino. Uh, Fernando Covet for five bucks in Houston. A two hundred thousand dollar house will get you ghetto neighbors, but four hundred thousand, you set your, you set four hundred thousand. You set you back. We'll set you back three point eight in taxes. I just rent a luxury apartment. Less trouble. Yeah. So let's do four hundred thousand. Uh, four percent. Is that sixteen thousand a year? Four hundred thousand times point three eight. Oh, no, 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 I did that wrong. 0.038. Yeah, it's 15 grand a year in property taxes. Fuck that shit. Yeah, go rent, man. Absolutely. I mean, also, it does depend on where you own. Like, you get to some small little... Here's what I'm hoping is, like, uh, now that we all know that we don't have to work at a physical location, I think people are going to be like, why the fuck am I in the city? Why am I in the fucking burps? I'm going to go to this small little town where there's the local grocery store. I'm going to get myself a small little house. I'm going to do it up real nice. I've always thought, and, and I don't mind telling this idea now. Fernando, maybe you can run with this. I've always tried to come up with an idea for these old bank buildings in these small western towns and, and midwestern towns, the prairie towns. Like So you go into a little town, and there's that bank, you know, the First National Bank of Phillipsville or whatever, and it, it has the 1896 when it was built, that big, and it's these big brick buildings. And I'm like, man, those are beautiful buildings. I'd love to have one, but I don't know why. What would I do with it? I'm like, yeah, I guess you could live in it. And I heard of people, some rich Silicon Valley people who bought some in Northern California, and they pimped it out and renovated, and their heating costs were $1,000 a month because there's no insulation. It's just rock. And I, maybe those are too large of physical assets. Maybe there's really no economic purpose to it. I always romantically hope there would be. I, I don't know why, but something you know, like, I, I, you know, here's my fortress. I don't know. 
But that's not to say that that town doesn't have an infrastructure to it and you can't go live in a small little town like Andy Griffith in Mayberry. And if you're working on the internet, as long as you got internet, now you got yourself a nice cheap little home. You work from home, you got, you know, you pay $100,000 for it. Uh, there's the local guys down at the VFW or whatever, and you shoot the shit, you exchange war stories or have a cigar. But I have to go where the action is. See, that's the other thing is I think Hollywood is going to prevent that from happening because they're just going to keep showing you, oh, my goodness. If I can make it here, I can make it anywhere. I love you, New York, New York. L.A., everyone's going to keep going there. Why would I go to Faith, South Dakota? There's nothing there. Right. There's nothing there. Maybe you got to be a certain age. Like when you just, when you've lost all faith in humanity and you don't want to deal with the opposite sex or invest in anybody else. You just want to just let me be, man. I, I just need cheap living expenses. You never know. Maybe, maybe I'll do my fill over at uh, Black Hills. Maybe I'll do my fill in Rapid City. And then as an old man, I, maybe I injure my leg and I can't hike no more. And I just go out to South Dakota or I'm rap, uh, face South Dakota. And I just sit and look over the rolling prairies. Shoot quail. I don't know. They got a lot of quail. Or was it pheas pheasants? They got a lot of pheasants. Uh, the competent man for five bucks. Frontier Communications filed for Chapter 11. 11. Chesapeake Energy did a one to 200 reverse split today to get the stock over $1 to keep the New York stock listing. Wow. Maybe I should go buy some, some stock. Here's how lazy I am. I... There's some stocks I'd like to invest in. Like these would be ideal. I might go into Chesapeake Energy. I don't know. Uh, but um, Caribbean Cruise or Carib Car Norwegian Line, whatever. The big ass boats. People go on the cruises. The cruise lines. I I might, I could see buying into that. Some banks, some hotels, anything travel. I'm, I'm good. But then I have to set up an account. It's like, yeah, you know what? I'll just go through Betterment.com and increase my IRA contribution this month. Jesse Carrillo, for two bucks. Love you, dude, bro. Keep up the good work. No problem, man. So let's... <laughs> what are the dude bros? Dude bros must be finding out they're pretty worthless. Uh, yeah, salesmen aren't needed now. Douchebags with uh, BMW 3 Series, they're not really needed. McCoy in for 10 bucks. Uh, I just got my Trump bucks here. Have some cappy. Oh, thanks, McCoy. In. Thanks for the Trump bucks. Uh, Going to use some of this to buy a fake degree, a new passport. Namaste. <laughs> McCoy, keep us updated on how that works. I want to see what your fake degree is. I love it. I'd love to see if you get a fake degree. That'd be great. Uh, Alex V. Czar. Uh, czar 35. What's Czar? Hang on. What is that currency? Z-A-R currency. Zimbabwean? It'd be more than 35. Oh, South African rands. Okay. Hey, look, it's a nickel. <laughs> hey, that communism sure is working, huh? All right. So uh, if I, I don't know. We're not even a dollar on that. Cappy, have you seen Man, Woman, Myth came back and has started a YouTube channel under Road? Do you see any of his content? What do you think? I uh I, I only knew by name Man Woman Myth. I didn't want not watch his channel or any of his previous work. Uh, but I do listen to Turd Flinging Monkey. 
because of the morbidity. It's just so dark. I, I thought I was dark, but I was like, well, I feel almost optimistic listening to TFM. Uh, but he, he played the video where this guy, tried, man, woman, myth, tried to commit suicide, and he didn't succeed. And all he did was manage to damage his brain. And it is tragic and sad. He doesn't know who he is. He doesn't know that he was married. He doesn't know that he got divorced. I don't think he knows that he has kids. He doesn't. Re- he knows these things. So he's conscious enough to to put together YouTube content. Um, but he's not the same man, obviously. And it's sad. It's dark. Um, and I've seen that. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you here, guys. I've known more than one person in this red pill community to commit suicide. And the primary reason they do it is they're posers. Um, they had a woman hurt them. I'll, and I'll be honest, they were not delivering either. I don't know if this is about man, woman myth. I don't know about this. But a lot of these posers, like Rich Cooper's never going to commit suicide. Uh, Roll Tomasi is not going to commit suicide. I'm not going to commit suicide because we're legit. Ryan Stone's not going to commit suicide. Uh, we've gone through it. But a lot of guys, and this goes back to the virgin towel uh, thing from several years back where genuine losers use this as an excuse. And some of them gain popularity and some of them start railing and preaching. But it's all fake. They, a lot of them are very like, uh, dude, the number of pickup artists I've met in person, this is going going back maybe 10 years ago. You're like, oh, yeah, this guy, da, 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 you think they're intellectually honest. Then you meet him in person, like, you're just using this to make money. And even, even worse, you're just doing this to, to compensate for the fact you know you're lying. So I, I can't really look. Are there dark days where, where you know, old cat mice just like, Jesus fucking Christ, just one forty-five hollow tip bullet would really put me out of this misery, right? Like I wouldn't have to deal with this shit no more. There'd be nothingness, but I wouldn't have to put up with the shit I'm dealing with right now. And and it's more academic. It's not like, oh, I'm depressed and sad. But man, there's times where it's like, holy shit. You know, like, is this life? Is this really it? But that's more of a philosophical thing. It, it it's more of a editorial on like, is this the best society could provide in terms of like entertainment and worth? Like, I gotta rely on how many people to do what really? But that's it's academic. It's not Cappy sitting there lethal weapon with the gun in my mouth. I miss you. I'll see you tomorrow. That's not it. But these guys, and I'm thinking, man, woman, it's like Dude, you commit suicide. Something's not right. Well, obviously something's not right, but there's there's a hypocrisy where I think you're using it as an excuse. The red pill is an excuse. And so him and another guy I know, I'm not going to mention his name, uh, committed suicide. There's about a third, I know. Um, but and, and I look at it, it's like, yeah, you were faking this the entire time. So I feel bad for him. I can't accuse him of anything. Like, oh, you're faking it. You're just trying to get... He's a completely different guy. He doesn't remember anything. I mean, watch it. You want you want an argument for, like, if you're going to commit suicide, um, <clears throat> do it the right way. Uh, there you go. Um, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Keep those doggies scrolling. Australian Rainmaker to Australian. I'm pale, but originals, aboriginals become white very quickly. Yeah, man, just just apply for it. Like, can you prove it? Like, I don't know, birth certificate or 23andMe? Yes, take it. 
absolutely take it. Uh, did the Arab aboriginals vote to take more of your shit? Well, then get some of your shit back. Operation Evil is disproportionately, not totally, but disproportionately. All you women voted for higher taxes for me to take my shit. Uh, here's a simple little lie I'm going to tell you. Now give me my motherfucking money back. That's what that and and I feel I look at it that way. I know, oh yeah, Aaron, but you have to do the labor to get your money back. I understand that, but it's very little labor to hopefully not only get my money back, but way more. Yes, women disproportionately. It's not all women's fault. Men do vote socialist too. Some men do. Women do in greater numbers. But this operation evil, if I do it right, not only am I gonna get my money back that these women disproportionately voted me to enslave me to pay extra taxes for lazy, no good fucks like Jeremiah Ellison or Jeremy Ellison or whatever his name was. <clears throat> but I could hopefully make way more. I could become Oprah. Of course, I would let people know I'm me. That's obviously. If you're a large, middle-aged, fat, black woman who wants to be my figure figurehead, <laughs> added... In the job in a D deck, looking for a large, sassy black woman, middle aged black woman to act as figurehead for secretly male pro female propagandist feminist lies empire. <clears throat> uh, yeah, Australian, I, I take the money, take the money. Fernando Dell and I, I'm French Italian, born in Brazil, USA. Holy shit, you're all over the place. Okay, he's French Italian, so that's where Fernando comes. Uh, he's not Latino. I guess we, well, he's Latino in the sense that French is Latin. Or not French, Italian is Latin. Oh, French might be Latin too. Or is that more, what was it, Gaelic? Indo? I've been listening to so many history podcasts. I'm actually starting to know what these things are. I was like, oh, that's a different lineage of language. Oh, that's, that's more Indo-European that's Caucasian. See, we're technically related to the Iranians because we all came out of the Caucasus region. Actually, Mesopotamia. Many. Even though she didn't pay, oh my God, the woman. You're letting these girls in, guys. You're letting no one's guarding the door. Competent man for two bucks. Chesapeake Energy is probably going to file for Chapter 11 soon, too. All right, well, then maybe I won't. I don't know. Juan! Our other Latino brother. For $1.99. Stop hating on Latinos. I'm triggered. You always triggered, Juan. And no, we're not going to stop hating on Latinos. What else would we do? That's the that's the thing that I missed. So, oh, I got to tell you guys this. <clears throat> at the speakeasy I was at, it was just a bunch of guys. And aside from like telling, you know, like a therapy group, how we're handling it, this and that. And, and, and all we did was rip on each other. It was great. It was just, it was just a bunch of guys. And <laughs> every guy is like... I need to get away from the woman. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> All these guys don't want nothing to do with them. They're just, they're just so happy to be away. So I was happy. I was happy. There's even a knock. I even know the knock. So hopefully I go hang out with those guys a little bit more. Cappy, I recommended Royal Caribbean Cruises. Okay. I think it was, yeah, Ronan, you did for, uh, for two British pounds. He recommended Royal Caribbean Cruises. What's the prices of Royal Caribbean Cruises? Royal Caribbean stock price. Oh, I had a big rally. It's down 70%, maybe. What are boomers and Gen Xers supposed to do? <clears throat> maybe I should. Ah, oh, see, now that adds just something to the 
to the to-do list. Did I get them all? There's a $19 one. Oh, oh, wow. Look at all the money here. My dad. People just give you money. Yeah, well, I got to read their thing. They, they pay you money to read it. Well, dad, yeah. Why do they pay you money? Because <laughs> I invested 15 years of my life into setting up an online. But they just pay. It's like, I, dad, just think. Never mind. <clears throat> Scott Ludke for $1.99 with nothing to say. Well, thank you for the two bucks, Scott. Hope you're doing well. Uh, Dane Lucerno for 20 bucks got asked by my intern, 23 years old in petroleum engineering. Why are the unemployed waitresses making 840 bucks a week doing nothing? And I make a thousand a week and work 70 hours a week. Told him to relax and have a drink. <laughs> he, I, I, again, not to sound like a socialist, but I am for government help now because this is a genuine crisis. Uh, but what you really ought to do, Dane is tell him like, look, that waitress is going to squander that money. There's a reason. It just, just when they come up to you and start batting those flashy eyes, I don't know if I'd even say he recommend that you said uh, that he. I don't recommend that you recommend that he even say he's a petroleum engineer. I think he should keep it on the down low. But yeah, that's and what? Why did he go to school? For all that hard work, and then you know, Tina became a waitress, flashed her boobs, and now I'm a single mom. Give me a donation. The competent man for ten bucks. It's not that you are depressed or sad. It's just that you can't stand the aggravation. Example: I thought I would have all kinds of free time with the shutdowns. Instead, I'm working 70, 80 hours a week. It's it's not even it's not even the aggravation. I mean that that certainly doesn't help. It's the it's the waking up every day and what are we going to do today, brain. <clears throat> same shit we do every day, Pinky. Try and figure out what the fuck to do. And it's more of a test. I know it's going to sound incredibly arrogant and cocky, but you can only have so much fun that society is going to allow you to have. You can only succeed so much as much as society is going to allow you to succeed. And when you look around and no one lives life, no one. And uh, as much as I enjoy riding a motorcycle cross country and uh, road trips and, um, Hiking, it's it's all by yourself. You'd like to have someone, and that's why I go and I visit the Great One or uh, Dudley and his kid, and uh, you know, uh, Chaplain Dave. I I enjoy spending time with those guys, but man, you got to drive a long distance to get there. But when you're at your home, when you're at your base, it's kind of like okay, and, and it's more, I guess, a philosophical thing. Like, wow, we're here on the planet this one time, and all you fuckers are perfectly happy watching TV. Uh, it's just such a sad statement. It's just, this is what you guys choose to do with your life, really? Even the nieces, like I showed up, hey, Uncle Aaron's here, and give me hugs and whatever. And they immediately watch the Ilsa show. They're on their tablets. It's like, put that fucking thing down. I, I'm not the parent. Parents let them watch, and now everything's Ilsa. It's like, okay, maybe we should go play. Maybe we should do something different. Maybe we should expand our minds and come up with a new concept, a new game. My favorite game was where I had a tennis ball. They got in the back of the truck, and I just threw the tennis ball into the truck. They thought that was the greatest thing ever. All right, well, that's a new game. <clears throat> but when you're here and you're sentient and you have this one precious life and you get to interact with other people, and of, of anything else, I think there are, the artistry obscuring your fellow buddies and ripping on one another, I think that's one of the pinnacle enjoyments. 
but it's it's really kind of a uh, is it's not suicide. It's like, hey, everybody, let's go climb this mountain, and everybody's too lazy to climb the mountain and live life. And you're like, now I'm asking, do I want to climb the mountain with other people? And you inevitably conclude, well, I don't want to die. You know, I, I'll, I'll gladly climb the mountain by myself, but it sure would be nice to have some other people with. Uh, Miguel Angel Casillas for five bucks. Apple just released a new iPhone Gen SE Generation 12, just under $400, even the newer than the 10th X Gen. Now look like a genius and cool with my iPhone 4 SE. I don't, I don't know. I don't do, I don't do, uh, Apple, frankly. Uh, it's, they're, they're Marxist leftist pieces of shit that make a lot of money. I don't like the CEO lecturing me about, we don't deal with people who don't help out the environment. Okay, fuck you. I just don't. And they're overpriced. Now look like a genius and cool with my iPhone 4 SE. Okay, good. I might get a Galaxy. My phone's starting to lose its battery power. I just don't want to go through and reprogram everything again. That's the real reason I don't want to deal with it. Uh, do we get everything, Miguel? Uh, David, 128 for five bucks. I live in the Minneapolis-St. Paul metro. You're right. It's a shithole. Minnesota nice is just passive-aggressive bullshit as well. Yeah, it was 22 degrees this morning. I'm, what does it look like? The sun lies to you, by the way. If you come to Minnesota, oh, look how sunny it is in the blue sky. No, that just means there ain't no moisture in the air, and it's really fucking cold. 22 degrees this morning. Oh, it was horrible. Ellie, who, there's another girl in the house. No one sprayed for the women. Ellie Moore for five bucks uh, is paying off debt a good form of it. Yes, yes. Ellie brings up a very important, very, very good point. <clears throat> it, it, let's define what an investment is. And this is an important delineation to distinction. People say, I'm going to invest in um, precious metals. I'm going to invest in education. You know, communists say, we're going to invest in education. We're going to invest in our people. Well, an investment means that, that whatever you're investing in, it could be stocks, it could be a bond, it could be an education, it could be a, a bar because you're going to buy a company. The profits it generates over time will not only pay you back, but give you additional profits on top of it. And that's the only reason any business or anything ever exists is because, well, why would you invest in a company if you're not going to make more money? Well, I'll just spend the money on myself if I'm not going to get more money back. Why would I even let the money leave my hands if you're not going to give me back more than what I invest in you? So you can lend money, you make 4%. You invest in a stock, maybe you make 7 or 8% per year. You invest in education, that increases you. You spend 50000 on education. That increases your lifetime earnings by uh, you know half a million dollars. Um, but there's a risk when you invest in a separate entity. There's a risk that the bar won't make the money. There's a risk that the stock will go down or doesn't generate the profits you were hoping. There's a risk that your master's in sociology doesn't pay uh, or increase your life. And you're still working as a waitress. You know, I mean, I think that's a pretty common thing we see nowadays is you got a degree, but you're still working a job you could have done at 16. Um, so those are not, those are, I guess they are investments because you're intending to make more money, but they're, they're money losing investments or bad investments. But there is one way to get more money in the future <clears throat> and with no risk. 
and that is paying off your debts. And this is why I'm always for paying off debts. This is why I can always recommend you pay off your debts because there is no downside. You are the risk. You are the risk. You're not going to pay it off. And so when it comes to debt, you have, you owe, this not your money. That is not your money. That's somebody else's money. You got to return it to them. But if you pay off your debts early or sooner, you're saving per annum or at least on the amount of money you paid back the interest rate of that debt. So let's say your credit card balance is $10,000 and the interest rate is 20%. If you pay off that $10,000, you got a rate of return of 20% because that's 20% less that you have to pay off on money you had to pay back anyway, right? And, and depending on the type of debt it is, credit card's pretty high, a car loan, I don't know, seven, 8%. Your mortgage, three to 4%. Your student loans, I think six to 7%. So unless there was like a really good investment opportunity in the stock market, usually what the best investment is for people is to pay off their loans because your interest rate is so high. Like paying off your credit card debt is a no-brainer because usually it's 15 to 20%. Pay that shit off. Because you're rarely going to find a 20% rate of return. And I do mean cash flow. I'm not talking about capital gains. That's a separate issue. But there's no risk. Like if you pay off your debt, you are guaranteed to save yourself that 20% interest payment down the road. So yes, paying off debt is a great form of investing. A lot of people are all about, put my 401k if I throw it in market. And I'm not saying don't throw money into an IRA or 401k, especially for the tax advantages or if you're you're compensated. But if you got extra money, you're looking to invest... One of the best things you can do is pay off your debts. So yeah, absolutely. Absolutely pay off your debts. That's how I got to the place I am now. Because, I mean, take away all your... Look, what if you didn't have any debts? You don't have a car payment. You don't have a mortgage. Uh, your, your expenses just dry up quickly. Very quickly. MXWS for five Canadian bucks. Yes, I pay you to read this. Thanks for all your work. You are a big part of why I'm doing exceptionally well these days. I can speak the English good. <laughs> Do you speak the English as really as goods? <laughs> Good, Max. Uh, MX, thank you. Thank you. It means a lot that uh, I like to hear. Dude, you need, you need to hear it. I, I know I'm, I'm, I like to sound like I'm a robot and an evil capitalist, but it's good to hear when people are doing well. It's, it's kind of like, okay, then I didn't write that book. Maybe I'm not just shouting out. And you know what? It makes me feel it's like that person's going to have an easier life. I wish you guys would suffer like, oh, my God, so you could really appreciate it. But it's just nice knowing like, well, at least you're not going to go through that shit. Miguel for two bucks. Can't be so special. They paid him to say penis, penis. What? Who paid me to pay? Who paid me to say that? Uh, Dane for another generous $15. Told him later today what happens when you get your license. He said, I make 108000 a year and work 55 hours a week. Oh, he's not a licensed engineer yet. I said, my next response was, I expect my encasement tolerance models on my desk by lunch. There you go. You sound like uh, not Tony Stark for a boss. Uh, Hank Reardon. Sound like a good boss. Count Ducula for five bucks. Hey, is that Bryce National Park? Bryce Canyon National Park count looks like it soon to be separated from military. Just got hired by Lockheed for $32 an hour without showing up to an interview. Is that good or a bad side? That's it. Well, that's good. You didn't have to go for an interview. You got a job. What do you mean? Is that a good or bad? That's great. Dude, you have, you got to avoid Karen in HR. 
Big VIS for 497. Thanks for helping us guys out. White male Oprah. Here's some Trump bucks. Go buy yourself some booze. You beautiful sweetheart. Get yourself a bottle of booze. Is that it? Are we all caught up? We are. Good. Um, <clears throat> 10 Years Dying from Forbes. Written by Richard Vetter. And he writes, you know, this is Richard Vetter's intro, and he's a boomer. I'm a distinguished professor of economics emeritus at Ohio University. Oh, you're a distinguished professor. As opposed to what? The non-distinguished ones? Are you all not charging $500 a credit for your worthless fucking bullshit? And you guys have got to hang on. I'm going to put this in the in the thing. I'll put this in the chat room. There you go. You got to see the picture of all these asshole fucking commie boomers in their jerk off robes. This guy's got a scepter. Like they're, they're, they're like all the doctoral people with their robes and they got the slashes and everything. This guy's got his funny looking hat. You want to talk about a bunch of outdated, obsolete pieces of parasitic shit. You want to talk about a dead limb to society. Here you fucking go. <clears throat> At this writing, no one knows the precise financial damage that the COVID-19 pandemic will inflict upon American colleges and universities. And nobody cares. Hopefully you all go bankrupt. Hopefully move all education online for a fraction of the fucking cost and you pieces of shit die poor. You all reverse your mortgages. You all watch Matlock. And you say, but I had a doctorate. And how much governments at the federal, state, and local level will come to their aid? Those governments themselves are seriously stressed and reduced from tax calls. Oh, gee, maybe you just go away. Oh, Roz. Wouldn't it be wonderful if all these colleges and universities just blew away? Always watching, Wazowski. Always watching. One thing is likely higher education is in for a severe belt tightening. Enrollments are likely going to decline, maybe a little, possibly a lot. State subsidy monies are likely to decline given the financial blow governments are suffering. Private gifts will decline as well. Gee, you know, with all this lack of money going in academic universities, I wonder if tuition will drop. You mean if we don't flood a system with hundreds of billions of dollars every year, maybe tuition prices would go down? I don't know. This guy is a distinguished professor in economics. Maybe he can tell me. Uh, in the short run, schools will probably raid their endowments some to assist with cash flow shortfalls. Cost, cutting costs is difficult for colleges, partly because some costs are fixed by long-term obligations. Oh, you mean like every other business? Most importantly, tenure for faculty and often large interest payments on bonds occurred during a building spree over recent decades. I get a kick that you need bonds. You're charging $500 a credit, $1,000 a textbook, and you motherfuckers don't have the money to pay cash for these buildings. You got to go borrow it. Falling revenues, but less rapidly falling costs mean schools will be facing huge budget deficits. Do I still have a... Oh, I do have a thing there. There we go. I'll get ready so you can see my beautiful face. Uh, faculty tenure became a part of American universities in the early and mid-20th centuries when enrollments were growing robustly and demand for college professors was substantial. In the golden years when I went into the job market in the 60s, the demand for... So this guy has never worked outside academia. The demand for professors is growing faster than the supply of new ones. So young, untried, assisted professors like me got double-digit annual salary increases to achieve tenure quickly for me at about 28. Oh, what a horrible life. Now you're 70-some years old and you've had to work in academia with stable employment since you were 28? 
Oh, but hey, everybody, the boomer's in trouble. Everybody stop. Drop what you're doing. Drop what you're doing. Boomer, Richard Vetter's in trouble. Hey, you want to raise it? No, you can't. Rich is, Dick is in trouble. Dick might not be able to afford his latest Lexus purchase. So old, yet so naive. So up his own ass. And he's not evil. I don't think this guy's malicious. He just has never stepped foot outside of academia. Say, we're not going to get our money. Can we get more money? I'm a distinguished professor. Compare that to the 21st century academic environment. Higher education is a mature industry. Enrollments are stagnating or declining. Exuberant late 20th century growth of PhD programs by schools seeking prestige and research grant monies. It's all parasite. All other people's money, huh, Rich? <clears throat> led to an oversupply of scholars with newly minted doctoral degrees. A favorite undergraduate student of mine is just finishing his PhD at Duke and pre-COVID-19 signed a contract at Penn to be an assistant professor this fall. Do you fucks ever work outside academia? Are you just like, I mean, you want to talk about privileged pampered asses. Do any of you fuckers go like, eh, maybe I ought to like work in the field? Do any of you think you should serve on the front lines or you just sit there and jerk off to your dicks in the ivory towers? If he is granted tenure in a few years, Penn will be making a commitment with a lifetime present value of several million dollars, a huge unfunded liability. Few schools could afford to do this anymore. A tenured professor at a decent quality school probably typically teaches perhaps six classes a year and only costs more than $100,000 calling French bread. You know what's free, Rich? You know what's free there, Dickie? The interwebs. I could teach a class in economics for free. I I can. I can. My class would be way more interesting and better than yours. You you assholes think your model still exists. An adjunct professor with a doctorate might cost $4,000 a course. As schools suddenly are incurring huge budget deficits because of COVID-19, there will be a virtual freeze on hiring expensive tenured professors. Yeah, good. And indeed, instead of programs are being developed to bribe them to retire early. Yeah, good. In some cases, schools are likely to declare financial exigency, allowing them to break the contractual tie and ease out tenured faculty. Oh, dude, how awesome would that be when schools and universities renege and can't pay tenured professors' salaries and pensions? How awesome would that be? I, Richard, I got a question. You are free to email in. Do you have the moral? That's not the right word. Do you have the intellectual independent thought to comprehend that maybe colleges and universities are completely obsolete now by the internet and we should be having like there's one economics professor and he or she's the greatest economics professor ever and they teach their one class. Everybody takes it. Or maybe there's five or six. We can do it all online for free. We can MOOCs, massive online because you really, dude, you sound like this old fogey. He's like, I can't open up a PDF. I don't do Excel. What is this newfangled mouse thing? Like, do you have a, man, here's what the moral question is. Do you have a moral compunction to say, maybe we, we can make education free? Do we, do we have to charge $100,000 for a four-year program? Would it not be in the best interest of all young people and all future generations of young people to have free internet or free inter free college, free education? I mean, not totally free. You have to pay for <laughs> internet access. But we do a certification board like I've been arguing all this time. 
like the, the computer CompTIA does and the CPA certification. You just take a test. You self-study. You take a test. Here's your degree or your certification. We just get a, get rid of the. Do you, do you acknowledge that colleges and universities are not only obsolete, but they're overpriced and they offer no value? I mean, they might offer some. But to educate the population, it is one of the most horrifically inefficient and overly expensive means to do so. Oh, my God. We won't have for tenure. Oh, what do we do? I guess you're all reverse. But go talk to Alex Trebek and learn about reverse mortgaging your home. Uh, tenure has been in relative but probably now absolute decline for decades. Fewer than one-fourth of the faculty in the top taught part-time now it is about one half this has led to a development of two classes of teachers the academic aristocrats well-paid tenured professors relatively like teaching loans and the academic underclass the contingent faculty with very high teaching loans and modest pay oh you mean all those master's degree liberal arts people who offer nothing of society are making 18 dollars an hour i love those guys it's great those guys are dupes you mean the ones that were like pulling tricks in the parking lot over in san jose because they can't afford and they live in the car because it majored in the liberal arts. There are two traditionally good arguments for tenure. First is a major fringe benefit, a guarantee of job security, valuable to risk averse academics lowers. This lowers the salary must be paid to attract professors. They receive deferred compensation by trading off some salary now for reduced risk second tenure. Allows the professors to speak unpopular thoughts. Oh, bullshit, Richard. How long does a professor last? But they say, hey, we should lower. How long does an Austrian economist last in your little outfit over there? How long do I? How long would someone say, "Hey, stop having kids you can't afford"? We solve all the problems. How long would that last, Richard? The rise in political correctness has been accompanied by a decline in tolerance of alternative points of view. The First Amendment is not revered on campuses as it once was. Okay, he's honest, which probably makes tenure more important than ever for promoting intellectual diversity. Oh, fuck off, fuck off! Really, you're gonna do? And that was that was the end of the article. He said two more. Really? Because you have to have the freedom of speech. We got to pay these overpaid, overpriced baby boomer fucks. Oh, fuck off. It's Richard, hey, go have some metal musil. I mean, seriously, okay, boomer. I mean, really, you are so you are so unplugged to the modern day realities and the opportunity we have now to educate all future generations for a fraction of the cost. And you clowns, that's what this is. This picture of these baby boomer fucks, you look like fucking clowns. And that's what you are. You're fucking clowns. Actually, I'm going to save this. I'm going to put a, make a meme. I'm going to put a bunch of clowns next to it. So there you go. <clears throat> Any more super chats? Any more? Can I go home? Can I call it a day? What we got? You know what? Give me a break. Everyone take a good two, three-minute break. I'll be back. Hang on. We'll run an errand here. Not an errand. We're going to do stuff.
Ah, good old Athens here. Athens in the house. Oh. Athens is Percival. I don't know if you guys ever studied the um, Knights of the Old Republic. Not a knight. That's a video game. Knights of the Round Table. Knights of the Old Republic. Get your geek on, Clary. He is Percival. He is the loyal, reliable, stable, innocent. Because was it? Didn't Lancelot want to bang King Arthur's wife? Wasn't there some kind of trickery going on? And then Percival is always like the one you always wish you were kind of me. Uh, Nimble Fred for five bucks. My niece is in college majoring in men are scum with a minor and kill whitey. <laughs> Let her be miserable, man. That's the way that one went. You got to be able to walk away. There's a Jill. How many women are here today? Oh. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, it's sad. it's sad to see that go. I have no delusions about my own nieces. Um, I've seen enough young kids where I try to like, I don't want to say mentor because it's such a leftist word, but I did try to like impart wisdom and, and, and I saw them just like take that and throw it in the garbage. I'm like, oh, okay. And you got to be able to walk away. So enjoy, enjoy the nieces when they're young. Enjoy the kids when they're young because they're all going to, I even have a, how could I say a person I know who started off? You know, they all we all start off as kids. We all start off in, innocent. Now she she went to Africa several times. Um, and if if you can believe this, a privileged white girl who is quite rich uh, went to Africa several times, and Africa is still a shithole. She didn't solve it. She solved no. Pro- I know that shocks you. I know that white woman from North America with her master's degree and whatever the fuck it was help out the the not white people studies. She did not help out the not white people. She just went there and oh my goodness, it's so bad. It's like, I think they could use some civil engineers. You want to major in civil engineering? You know who's actually helping out the Africans a lot? The Chinese. Chinese. Now I know, I know the Chinese are racist. (laughs) And I comment. This guy says, I went to Japan. Nicest racist people ever. (laughs) And it's true. They're the nicest people. They don't want you there. You're not Japanese. And I understand because I understand sovereignty. I understand China has like, uh, we're hiring these people who are Chinese to do the important stuff, but they've brought more industry and infrastructure to Africa than not. Nigeria is actually doing pretty good because of their oil. Uh, the Nigerians are actually quite industrious. They're doing some pretty good. So there, there's some bright spots. And then South Africa says, yeah, you know what they did in Zimbabwe and Rhodesia? We're gonna do that, but we're gonna make it better. We're gonna we're not they did it wrong. It's like, oh, they went the number one producing economy in Africa. So as per this person I know, and as per any young person, you know, they're great when they're young and they love you, and then they're gonna go off and study white male hatred studies or just male hatred. Oh, by the way. For our Latino and black brothers and our Asian and our East Indian or simply all males out there, uh, when they study feminism studies, it's it's anti you. You're in the same boat. Welcome to the boat. Now, do you want a man a gun or not? We got, we got some great scotch in the back and some cigars. Who brought it? Cappy did. Cappy brought us the cigars and the scotch. Yeah. Didn't bring the guns, but he brought the cigars and scotch. Oh, this is a nice boat. Ah, uh, the USS male. Bunch of guys, bunch of guns, got scotch and cigars. 
playing video games. We don't even fight. Why would we fight? It'd be it'd be this boat that just avoids combat. Yeah, okay, you do your thing there, USS feminism. Yeah, you you go fire, go fire on the blue cucks over there. Yep, fire on Fort Blue Cuck. Blue cucks over there, right there. Go there. What are we doing? We're just, we're just chilling out, playing our video games, drinking the scotch, smoking the cigars. Be a fun boat to be on. Miguel Angel Casillas. Keep universities thriving so I could charge above mortgage note for my rentals. Roughly 12% cap rate while uh, five to 8,000 net subtracted from my stent. Jesus Christ, Miguel. Could you drop an extra quarter and like spell it out? I don't know what that means. I, I think the numbers you're doing good. You got a good rate of return? Honest to God, if you're making that much money, you couldn't drop another dollar twenty-five and spell it out for us. Look, I'm a quarter Jew, and I'm frugal on top of it. I appreciate your frugality, but sometimes drop the extra buck on an extra matzo ball. All right. I always found that when I was younger, and I never understood the Jewish jokes. I never did. My grandmother was Jewish, and oh, she's cheap. Ah ha ha. I, I didn't get it. Um, and then when as I got older, everyone's like, oh, yeah, the Asians, they're, they're always going to lowball you. I'm like, well, that makes complete sense, especially on a major purchase. Oh, they're going to lowball you on the purchase of that restaurant. Well, yeah, they should. It Doesn't that make financial sense? Like a car or this, you, you would lowball and negotiate? And they 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 view that as a... As a drawback or a, a flaw, that's a that's a personal flaw. I'm like uh, negotiating for a good price on major life purchases that are going to support you for the rest of your life. No, that's why Asians make the most money. That's why Jews make a lot of money. I uh, of the many other reasons. I so I never understood this. Uh, Ooh, stop trying to cheat. No, I am going to. I would like to get as much out of you as possible for. day fuck richard vedner whatever the hell his name was all right let's get to some happy mail you guys ready for some happy mail oh, i'm gonna have to log into my other email i'll do it on my phone um bram bram writes hi aaron i don't have a question but want to recognize the additional work you're doing through corona train yeah it actually is a lot of work i, I was gonna write some other stuff but this pays uh, I first learned through you through Tom Likas, whose teachings frankly led me to a drastic and fruitful fruitful changes in my life. Yes, Saint Likas, Saint, and I am not even joking about that. Tom Likas, I know it was shtick, I know it was like oh shock jock value kind of thing, but there was a huge kernel of truth to everything he said, and that man has saved hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of young men's lives. Uh, I think he's kind of retired now. I'm also a hardcore fan of the Gary and Dino show where you fit in as I've read five of your books and have grown to become a regular listener of your podcast. You've helped fill in some blanks, especially with your book, Curse of the High IQ. Yeah, I ended up becoming a little more um, uh, practical than I thought it would. I, I was just like, as eh, someone I want to write, but it ended up helping out a lot of people connect some dots. So I'm happy about that. Get rid of this. <clears throat> I'm personally flourishing through Corona Chan, 
I work at a large financial corporation. You know the deal. And Corona Chan has sharpened my focus and my plans. Now decision to pull the plug by summer 2022. I keep a low social media profile, so I thought I would send a token appreciation through this channel. Thanks and keep it up. It's good to have a non-compliant, well-thought-out voice of reason and reality versus corporately scripted and societally polite dialogue. Cheers. And that's from Bram. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. We will save that. Oh, I got so much asshole consult. If you send an asshole consulting uh, request, I will get to it later. I'm going to take a day off, I think. Been a taxing couple days. Be a response. My girlfriend wants me. Hang on, Chad, are you in the chat room? Hang on, let me call Chad. Let me call Chad. Let's see if you can help. And Chad, by the way, you're not getting any super chats. No, come on. Come on. It's another reason I got to get a new phone is it's not moving as fast as my fingers move. Wow, this is moving slow as fuck. Oh, I have so many. Hey, you want to come on the show? No, I'm streaming right now, but uh, you sent me that email. Do you want to talk about that? Or is that going to like identify you or something? It could be. It could be. You want to be? You want to be on the show or no? I don't. Don't give me this. Oh, I owe. I owe you eighty percent of my uh, cappy cap money. All right, all right. Okay. All right. All right. Sounds good. I'll invite you here in a second. Right. All right. See ya. Get shit. Okay. I gotta figure out this fucking routine. That. All right. There we go. Okay. Oh, that's going over there. Uh, Miguel Casillas, thank you for all the knowledge and advice. I'll call it. Thanks, Miguel. Thanks. No, I seriously, I hope. I hope. Because let me ask you, let me ask you guys this. <clears throat> what is the purpose? Let's operate from the premise I operate from that uh, there is no afterlife. And even if there was an afterlife, okay, cool. But, but set that aside. I don't think there's an afterlife. I think like. After you die, it's gonna be like before you were born. Nothingness. You weren't even there. You didn't even you weren't even conscious to know that nothingness existed because that presupposed you existed to acknowledge the nothingness. Well, there's a whole lot of nothingness. It wasn't like, oh, there's a whole lot of nothingness going on. And all wow, I'm born. Hey, who's this guy trying to cut this thing out of my stomach? Um <clears throat> oh shit, now I just lost it. Oh, that's what it was. What do you have else to do in this life than to help out the future generations then to make it easier? That's the only question I got. And here I am trying to like, hey, don't do this, do that, don't do that, do that. And, and you're, it's not like I'm doing the Lord's work. It really is a question, Miguel, of what else should I do? 
what else is there to do than like, hey, yeah, don't do that. I went down that road. There was a there was a line down the road and it attacked me. Don't go down that road. Oh my God, you're so racist and sexist for saying there's a lion down the road. All right, let me get Chad in here. All right, there we go. I sent the invite to Chad. Let's go through the rest of the Super Chats, of which there are none. No, there is. There's a couple. Here's one. Competent man for two bucks. No days off. I am working. You are too. Yeah, I know I'm working. I do this work and I get done and then the girlfriend comes back for lunch. It's like, oh, yay. Lunch. Uh, and that's it. Um, we did the happy mail. Let me get to the other mail. Let's go to the fan mail. A lot of you have sent me fan mail. Or not, it's not fan mail. That sounds so arrogant. A lot of you have sent me. Now what? Oh, shit. What? I see you. All right. Hang on. Give me a second. Stay there. Invite. Copy. Oh, I sent you a Forbes link, didn't I? Yeah. All right, there. Try that one. Okay. All right. Oh, boy. Look at this. I went to school for this. They are. They're going to come up with the school and podcasting studies or some fucking bullshit like that. <clears throat> uh Chad will come on here in a second. I'll pull it up here on my phone. The happy mail. A lot of you have been sending me happy mail. Redbubble contacted me, of which if you wanted to buy Corona Chan merchandise, you can go to uh, not a shop or a link below. Bear with me, guys. I'm trying to find the. Well, maybe we don't have it. Maybe maybe we're clear and ready to go. Chat's still not on. Oh, dude, am I caught up? I am caught up. Hey, what's up? What's happening? I am caught up with all my fan mail, all my podcasts. Like I just figured it out now looking at my phone. Uh I can like take a nap now today. I can go play video games and relax. So I'm I'm pretty pretty chilled out right now. So well, you know it occurred to me that uh today is April 15th, of course. In any normal year, there's no way in hell I'd be <laughs> I'd be on here right now. Oh yeah, you'd be busy, but you'd be on the phone the entire time. Yeah, exactly. So um 
Yeah, that's why it's cool to be here right now. I'll never be able to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you sent me an email. Uh, do you want me to read it? Yeah, yeah, I think one of your fanboys <laughs> sent it. Hi, Chad. You should update the 2016 date on your homepage. Also, maybe including there a professional picture of you with a business quote would give more trust and a better initial pre- impression. Maybe monetize it all. Nowadays, one's web is their first entry in one CV. Okay. Yeah. I don't know who this person is, and um, I didn't reply. I was about to, but I thought, you know, should I ignore it? Should I see what you thought I should reply? Uh, See what Atham thinks? Um, Yeah. Here's the thing. Everybody thinks they know something and they're going to help you. Like when I said I had high cholesterol, which I still do to this day. Do you know how much worthless fucking advice, unrequested? <laughs> I didn't motherfucking ask. You should eat bark root. Da-da-da. My grandmother. You know who I'm going to trust about high cholesterol, Chad? I, I can't imagine. A cardiologist <laughs> and, and the Mayo Clinic and the American Medical Association. That's who I'm going to trust because they, they I, I don't know why, but they all got to like, oh, hey, you should do this. And then you look at them, but this is even presuming you could look these people up. You, if you can even find a internet presence of them, they're nobodies. They're not successful. They have no success in life. It's like, so what is your authority in telling me how to run my business? And I presume that is the same experience you're having right now. Well, it's like, you know, I can't tell if this is a troll comment or if his intent, if, if he's trying to help me, you know, I think it's a troll comment. So, no, I, it, it's, it, I wish it was a troll comment. It usually is someone trying to help you. Yeah. And all they do is take away time for your incredibly precious day. That's what it is. <laughs> That's so, fair. They, uh, they thought that they knew better. They're going to help you. And, um, uh, well, you know, I, I got a gal. I can't mention her name. She's a friend. And she's a dear friend. Let me ask you the difference between toe fungus and cardiovascular disease. What do you think is more important? Uh, well, I mean, a uh, toe fungus has the ability to uh, create a gangrene situation where you might have to cut off a toe. Okay. All right. So I cut off a toe. What's <laughs> the consequence of a cardiovascular disease? Oh, you'll be dead. You'll be dead, right? <laughs> so what I get a kick out of is everybody who says like, "Oh, well, that's just doctors. That's just the big corporate industrialist doctors saying that cholesterol is bad for you and that you need to eat vegetables and diet correctly." They say ba ba da ba da ba da ba, but then they'll also post a post or something they read at some female article magazine about like, "Well, to treat toe fungus." You just have to treat it with a little bit of lavender or something like that. And I try to explain, and these are friends of mine. I try to explain to them, look, toe fungus I get, okay? I'll try whatever hanky-panky, crazy Karen Crystal boomer shit you got going on. But when it comes to my heart, since I only got one of them, it's pretty mission critical. I'm going to not like, you can eat bacon all you want. No, no, I really can't. So you're you're probably running into that as well, where there's somebody who doesn't know jack fuck all shit about your industry, and uh, they want to give you some advice. 
I've talked to you about my impression of doctors, right? Because I have many as clients. Have I, I might have done it on the show before. No, what? Um, medical doctors or yeah, psychology yeah, medi- doctors? Medical. Yeah, I've got a lot of psychologists, okay, yeah, yeah. but medical doctors. The few that I have, and this does not include, you know, our dentist friend. I'm talking about the doctors. Right. Medical um, doctors. Right. Yeah, medical doctors. They are so fiscally irresponsible. Like the, the student loan debt, I understand, you know, you got to go through medical school, but man, the other debt that these guys and gals rack up and some of the substance abuse problems, I'm certain that they have make me very skeptical about them. I, I'm going to give them a little bit of forgiveness because to be a doctor takes so much dedication and effort. You can't come out of, of that debt. experience. Yeah. And a lot of debt, but you can't come out of that experience at least warped. I'm not saying mentally deficient or impaired, but you don't walk out of that at least a little bit warped. Uh, so if they want to go do some pot, I don't care. Or if they want to do something heavier, I don't care. Well, for me, it's more the fiscal stuff. They're just most of them are so irresponsible with their money. What? What? Out of curiosity, what do they spend their money on? Just fancy cars? Do they just not pay off their student loans? Like you'd think that'd be the number one thing they do with their first three, four years of. Uh, Nobody, medical income. They do not even try to pay off their student loans. You know, they make the minimum payments. And what, what I've noticed is, at least with a few of them, they think they're day traders at the same time. Like they keep trying to mess around on the stock market and they always lose every time. I had somebody in my office just yesterday that I looked at his losses and I'm like, why did you do that? And why? Um, I think it's because they're trying to make up for what they spent uh, on their education quickly. You know, they want to knock it all out, at least some of them. So it's gambling in their eyes is yeah. basically what it, yeah, no, it doesn't work that way. No, no. I, I've, I've seen that through friends and colleagues where it's like, oh, I'm going to get into this. I'm going to get into that. I'm like, well, I, I don't know about that. And they, they have lost money, but no, it's, it's kind of depressing. I always kind of view doctors as kind of like this anchor. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, they're fiscally responsible and they pay off their student loans. But I guess that's not the case, huh? No, not really. And, you know, some of them keep trying other schemes to try to get rich quick or whatever. And it just it never works. I, the irony is that they're trying to get rich quick when they take the most laborious, taxing, long-term investment way to actually get rich. Just make their money, invest in the index or whatever, or buy some property. But then they, they got to piss away their money on and they don't they don't pay off their loans, huh? No. I mean, I can forgive the ones that'll buy a boat or something. It's like, you know, you can technically afford it. You know, it's nice to be on the lake here. But um, yeah, I, I really don't know what some of them are thinking. There was a gal who was an MD many years ago who's now too old. But back in the day, I was like, you want to talk about the Mil- MILF cougar thing? She had fake tits. She was like 38. She was a doctor. And uh, she was married and I didn't care. <laughs> and uh, But she had the attitude. She was better than that. I should look her up to see how it's going. But yeah, now, now that you're mentioning this, I look back in the hindsight with her and her husband's finances that, yeah, you know, they, they were pissing away money left. Six Christmas trees, six Christmas trees. Okay. One well, I'm for just, every room. I mean, <laughs> yeah, apparently so. No, but now I'm I'm kind of hearkening back to the number of doctors I've known, medical doctors, real doctors, not PhDs in economics mm. or anything like that. It's kind of like, yeah, I, I I'm I'm wondering, you know, it it doesn't make sense on the face of it. Like you have this discipline and rigor to get yourself a doctorate, 
in a real field that's very challenging and very difficult. Right. It's not getting a doctor in sociology or women's studies or some bullshit like that. But and then they come out into the real world and they're just as dysfunctional and uh materialistic, I guess, as the average American. Huh. Yeah. Well, the one yesterday like, really, really took a haircut on Bitcoin. Like they, they invested in it kind of when it was really high up there. And now I don't know. I don't know. Well, you want to do some super chats to get this out of the way and then we can. Uh, yeah, I, I'm getting in late, so I don't know where you left off on these. No, that's um... all right. I got the, the competent man for five bucks. Even asks you. It's uh, directed towards you. Oh, I'll read it. Um, Chad, I got <laughs> I got five boxes of receipts on scraps of paper. Can you get my taxes filed by the end of today? <laughs> See, you, you you joke, you know, yeah, you're you're trying to be funny, but if this was regular tax day, you know, I'd get like a, a thousand of these things. You yeah, know, last minute filers. You got room to you work me in, and it's just these are new clients. If it's a returning client, yeah, but a new one, forget it. No, no, I. Uh, how is it though? I mean, they've amortized it out till what two three months from now so it's, yeah it's july 15th I, I was telling a friend of mine yesterday i'm kind of i'm kind of bummed about it because um people are going to continue to be lazy and procrastinate so instead of taking a lot of time off in may or june i'll probably have to deal with some of this so then we get to the deadline in july and then the extension deadline is october 15th so i'm it's not going to be a normal year for me which kind of sucks well, let me know when you want to come out. Uh, me and the GF are probably going to head out to uh, Vegas. I'll uh, be doing that. Night. Okay. Maybe yeah. maybe we'll head out to Vegas to chill out. Maybe I got the car. Drive up, visit uh, that no good, dirty Mexican anthem that nobody <laughs> likes. Um, well, I want to do some hiking around Vegas. I haven't. Done I, have, I have hikes in mind for you, my good sir. <laughs> How is your cardio? Right. It's good. Is it? Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. All right. Well, we'll all go. You're, you're, dude, trust me. I got some great hikes. We're going to do some good hikes. All right. Uh, Juan for $1.99. Tell Cap about Wendy's cooking show from group chat. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know about it either? I don't what, what, I never heard of this before. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm good. Thanks, Juan. I'll take your two bucks. Uh, Miguel, he's been around before. Starting nonprofit online university with focus on techie stuff, uh, masters in podcasting, four hundred ninety nine dollars a credit to undercut boomer campuses. Want to teach, Cappy? No, no. I uh, I have very few morals, very few. But I could never do what boomer professors did to two generations. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. Could you? Let me ask you this, Chad. Could you charge three hundred dollars for a textbook you wrote? I couldn't do anything. What do you mean you couldn't do anything? I mean, you'd charge maybe 50 for it or, you know. Well, yeah, maybe... I'm thinking about the tax guide. Like, it would, it would not be that expensive ever. No, no. But, like, let's say you and I were professors. You're teaching whatever. I'm teaching whatever. Could you sit there? This is just a moral observation. Oh, I wouldn't. Could you I wouldn't... tell your students, go buy this $70 book? No. Could you do that? No, I couldn't no. do it either. Mm -mm. I, and that just that when you felt like you were getting screwed over at the college bookstore, you were. That is that is what these boomer professors had the entire time. That was their motivation. They wanted your fucking money and they didn't care about you. And so I could and even me, an evil Machiavellian capitalist, blah, blah, blah. There's no way I could ever charge four hundred ninety nine dollars a credit 
for any kind of class I was teaching, let alone $300 for a book. Yeah. At least back when I was in grad school, um, they had started textbook renting. You know, you could rent it for a set fee for mm. the semester. I don't know if they're still doing that, but it was a lot better. You know what there should be? What's that? PDFs for free. PDFs. Yeah. You know, yeah. somebody in the chat who's in college can probably update on this because I feel like that's what people are doing now is renting these books because who the hell wants to buy them? But why, why are we renting? It should be digital and free online. Boom. Done. Now. Uh, hey, I totally agree. Um, uh, here we go. Brian Dean, five bucks. Chad, can you comment on telling the IRS that you traded in Bitcoin? The only thing I saw was a checkbox saying that you did. No form on how much. Yes. So um, I don't know if you looked at your form 1040, but there's this new checkbox where you have to self-report that you engaged in virtual currency, you know, like Bitcoin, Litecoin and all that. But it's so poorly done because one, you can just say no and they'll never know the difference. And two, if you say yes, you know, they try to get you to self-report it online, but nobody's doing it like they can't get their hands on this. I am I am not for one of cheating on your taxes because you will go to jail or you can go to jail yeah. or face fees and fines. But the whole point of cryptocurrency is not tax evasion. It's to tell the government to fuck off and choke on a bag of dicks. Because if you come from my property, you tell me to go to a cattle car, I got to leave this country. That's the whole point of a cryptocurrency is you don't report it to the government. Yeah, and I just don't understand how they're going to be able to enforce any of that. They can't. That's the whole yeah. point of a cryptocurrency. It's like, no, I'm, I'm, I left, motherfuckers, goodbye, bye. And, and now the government can crack down on cryptocurrency exchanges with the mm -hmm. transaction from – a cryptocurrency to a physical, you know, real world currency happens. Yeah, yeah. Th there's that, but, but you know, the government never hired me to consult them on that. So fuck them. But no, the whole point that you're buying into cryptocurrency is an insurance. It's like silver and gold. You know, like I don't tell the government how much silver or gold I bought or sold. It's right. not their fucking business. And the whole reason I have it is in case the government goes away or says, Hey, you better come with us because like, Oh, well, I guess the economy where silver and gold or basically blowjobs and tricks is going to be the main currency. Uh, no, I think we're going to put a bullet in the chamber and we're going to have a, a chat at about 500 yards. So no, you don't tell the IRS whether or not you bought or sold it, uh, the cryptocurrency. Yeah, they're actually thinking people are going to be honest about that. It's so cute. Yeah, no, if, if there was, if there was a little bit of intellectual honesty about where my taxes went, I'd be okay with that. I think we're good on the super chats. I think we're done. Yeah, that's it. Cool. Yeah. How things? Honestly, they're okay. I mean, I've got enough work to do where I feel like I can spend a few hours a day doing something productive. But otherwise, except for the shitty weather, I can't really complain. How about you? It's 22 degrees, so I uh, yeah, I'm stuck in, and uh, me and the GF figure we're going to fly to Vegas and take advantage of some cheap flights and get the hell out of here. Uh, when I, I it could be next week. I don't care. I just want to get out. I mean, there's no, uh, there's nothing to do. There's just nothing. This is this is why we're here. You know, right? You can't go out. Can't go out. Uh, I don't know how many times I could go to the grocery store and get some good deli food. I it it's starting to become a royal pain in the ass, and uh, 
I understand we got to flatten the curve and all that. But after a while, I'm like, yeah, well, there better be some people dying because this is you're going to have more damage on the back end than you do the front end. Mm-hmm. So, but that's about it. Uh, anyway, that's it. I'm, I'm willing to end it because, frankly, I want to take a shower and chill out and play some video games. Oh, uh, you got one more little. Uh, do we have one more? All right. Yeah, Taboo Smash. Taboo uh, Smash. We, we already free PDF through Discord for free. So they're getting good. Yeah. Good. You guys, hey, I know it's not legal. I don't give a shit. Those fucking colleges and universities, they charge you $300 for a textbook. You guys go scan that motherfucking shit in. You go share and distribute that PDF. That's and what Ath- I would do. Atham says, yo, Chad, let's do an asshole meetup in Vegas. I'm down. I mean, yeah, we could. Do- he'll, he'll come down. He'll actually he'll travel the seven hours. So. Uh, AJ, 499. When I was in welding school, we had to pay like $70 for an access code to the online textbook. I was pissed, LOL. So you you guys get one person to do it and then distribute it freely. No, you. as far as I'm concerned, look, you guys are all bowing down at the altar of socialism and baby boomer socialist pricks. And these are the ones who are screwing you out of more money than any conservative or Republican or libertarian ever did. You guys take their fucking money. You you (laughs) fucking take it. Take it and run. There's like, in my day, just as towards I was about to graduate, there were like different Iranian and Russian websites that would allow you to get books for free in PDF. Yeah, mm. absolutely. I remember photocopying one of my books because I returned. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Did um, you guys have to do those? Um, they were called Harvard Business Review Case Review. Yes. Oh, like that. God. Remember how they used it. to charge like money to get those fucking things? I don't know if they charge, but the, we had those in class. Because the Carlson School of Management yeah. couldn't come up with their own business. We had to go and pilfer and plagiarize Harvard's. Uh, yeah, Notre Dame MBA had to fucking plagiarize right, off right. them. Right, well, it, it Go fuck themselves. Yeah, no, it, it's... Uh, Right, we got more super chats coming in now, I guess. So yeah, uh, Rusty Shackleford, one of my favorite characters in the cartoon King of the Hill. Um, helicopter money just came in. Praise be to Corona Chan and Aaron Clary. I haven't gotten my money yet. That's um, probably because you make too much. You're one of those rich elitist type of people. <laughs> I wish. Uh, I think Miguel. Yeah, yeah Miguel's um, next. Chad, looking at purchasing some gold coins, they claim they must report my purchases to the IRS. Can I converse on what I must report and not report? I, you know, they probably say that they're going to send something to the IRS, but I'm not aware of any tax document that exists to report that. And even then, you you can't really, you can't really report a gain or a loss on it. I, I'm not really sure what you could send the IRS about this. Buy cash. I mean, and I hold on to my silver and precious metals. The, the whole point of having a precious metal is that you sell it in a crisis when the government probably doesn't exist anymore. Um, yeah. I mean, it, what's more likely to happen in Miguel's case is that he has to deal with it on the estate uh, back in when he dies and passes it on yeah. to his children because you usually hold on to precious metals. I don't think unless there's a financial crisis, in which case there's no government to report it to, or you just die, in which case you don't report it. Now it's your, your inheritor or heritee's fault or uh, concern. Um, yeah, I don't think he has to worry about it. I, I just would pay cash, though, is, is what I would do. Yeah, I mean, it's meant to be a capital asset because, you know, the price of gold goes up and down, but not once have I had to report 
the buying or selling of gold on a schedule D. It just doesn't happen. Right. All right, cool. We're done. Uh, uh, one, one, one more. Well, what um, more? Ronan, uh, Ronan Boyle for two pounds. Long-term future of Royal Caribbean, Clary? I don't know what the a long-term future of Royal Caribbean, the corporation that owns all those ships and boats is. Uh, I do know the boats and the ships will continue on, and Royal Caribbean may have to file for bankruptcy, and there'll be a new company that buys you know, buys it on you know cents of the dollar. Mm. Um, so that company might have a future, but I don't know about Royal Caribbean. I don't know. Uh, they could file for bankruptcy, and whatever investment you make in them would be bad. I mean, if you got money, you can gamble to afford to lose. Yeah, sure, throw it in there because people are going to want to go on their cruises. Uh, but I don't know. Well, at least we know the airlines will be okay because they got their bailout. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I should have. It's just that it's a, an entire obligation and a chore and a part-time job to stay on top of the financial markets to know when you want to invest or not. Yeah. And so I kind of, I don't want to do that. I just, uh, I don't do day trading, frankly, because it's too much of an obligation. So, well, I, somebody, uh, huh. I was just going to say that. So you're, you're not a doctor because they try to do day trading. No, um, doctor. Neither, neither sh- uh, should doctors do tra- uh, day trading. No, they should not. So, all right, that's it. Take us out. Oh, I'm sorry. Plug your stuff first. Oh, well, you guys know, despite uh, the fanboys telling me I have a shitty website that's not technologically <laughs> advanced, you can find me at elkinscpa.com. And my dad and I write those tax guides on Amazon. Elkins, a comprehensive tax guide. Cool. Uh, that's it. I don't even care to plug my own stuff. I really have to take a shit and I got to go <laughs> take a shower. So take us out correctly. All right, guys. Toodles.